Welcome to the Journey of a Misfit with Valerie Hayes and Katrina King. How can I not be judged when your spirit's in this place? How can I not be moved when you're when you're around me? Hey, welcome to Journey of a Misfit. This is Valerie Hayes. And this is Katrina King. And as always, we are excited to be back with you on our podcast. Um, we have been just kind of going through Ephesians. Mm -hmm. We took a week or two off, I think, but we're getting back into that. But before we get started on talking about Ephesians, how are you doing, Miss Katrina? I'm doing great. I'm excited for getting out of this country. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So we officially have um, one week before we will be on our way to Kenya. We will just have gotten in the air. Yes. Perhaps if Jack gets this show to me, before next Wednesday, <laughs> hint, hint, um, then if you're listening to this on Wednesday, the 29th, yep. then we will be on our way to Kenya. So please be praying for Katrina and I as we go to Uganda and Kenya. Um, so how cool is this? You know, our, our favorite listener, Cheryl. Yes. My favorite person. Who made a comment on the live video already. She did. Yeah. She did. And I, and she did respond with the email, and she got a little, cute little care package last week, but she called me. So today I had to scoot out a little bit or, or work early, and yeah. she saw that I went offline. She calls me, and she goes, girl, are you leaving right now? I'm gonna, I'm ready to pray with you. I'm like, no, no, not till next week. So she's going to call. Awesome. Yeah. So she was worried that she was going to miss awesome. us going. So she's, how That's cool great. is that to have prayer warriors in? And that's no, so kidding. comforting, knowing yeah. that you have the prayer warriors in your corner that are yeah. ready to. So thank you, Cheryl. Thank you for your prayers. And I'm going to, you know, Jack and I are going to have a little conversation, too, about how we might possibly be able to do some recording while we're over there. You know, just maybe oh, interviewing cool. some people while we're over there. Because, I mean, our show is called The Journey of a Misfit, and we will definitely be meeting some misfits over there. And journeying. And journeying to another yes. country to meet them. So two, I think it would be... Two. Two yeah, other countries. Two other countries. I think well, it would three be, if you count France. Yeah, we are going to France for France. nine hours. For nine hours. I don't know what that was that I just did. France. I rolled my R's. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded a lot like William Wallace. I told Sam. I said we'll be we'll be spending a little bit of time in France. And he goes, bring me some spaghetti. I'm like, <laughs> from France. And he goes, yes. Okay. Okay. We then. might have to eat there. We we. Well, nine hours. I hope we'll eat there. Yeah, we might have to eat there. Eat, eat a little something. Yeah. So we're we're looking forward to that. We are definitely coveting your prayers while we are there. That we just, you know, obviously we just want to get out of the way. We want to go. We want to be where Jesus is, which is everywhere, right. and we just want to see what He's doing. We want to love on people like He loves them. Yep. And uh, and we always get blessed. I mean, it, we just always come back with just an overflowing bucket whenever yes, we go. It's there. kind so, of hard to come back sometimes. Yeah, it is. Can I go off off of our little script for a minute? Absolutely. Hashtag Gloria. Oh yeah, go. so way to go, Blues! I know. Like, right? I'm thinking at this point they've already won the Stanley Cup. I don't know. We'll bring home the cup. How many so, more games do they have to do? Well, so, the, so they're playing tonight. They're play, no, they'll play Monday. I thought there was a game. No, okay. well, they're uh, Friday. No, no, it will won't because they won. Okay, so they play against Boston on Monday, okay. and that's the start of the Stanley Cup. And how many games are there in the Stanley Cup? There'll be a total of, it's the race to four. So if the, if each wins three, then there'll be seven seven games total. But Wow. Yeah. So, and, and here's what is crazy. So they haven't been to the Stanley Cup in playoffs. Like 39 years or something, Since right? 1970. Yeah. So 49 years. 49 Since years. the year of my birth. Oy. But they also played the Boston Bruins and they were swept in four games. So oh. different team. 
we're going to win. Yeah. Very excited. And I am not, I've not really don't know a whole lot about hockey, but Randy has been a fan since yeah. forever. Yeah. And so this is kind of cool. Well, for I think him. it's kind of funny because he's, he's like, stepping back a little bit like mm-hmm. i'm like ah i see the blues one and he's like yeah i mean it's cool but you know what i'm 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 about what i'm doing right now That's like right. he's just so in the game right of, of you Jesus. know the guys are on this trip right now and by the time you guys hear this they'll be back but they went on this two-week um road trip just going to see people people and what jesus is doing and looking for revival in individual people it's yep. just stopped really stopped at a rest stop and really beautiful pulled out some hot dogs and pulled out their guitars and started playing and handing out hot dogs yep. so how cool is that it is really cool yeah, yeah. but so. but i think i just think it's funny because he invited us over that one night for the playoffs and said come why and i'm like i know nothing about hockey and, and now, now that, you're an expert <laughs> i know i'm not an expert but now i'm like okay i can i can i can now that i know she's what's going on she's like okay this just happened and this just happened because yeah. oh, I, I couldn't get it on my tv but anyway yeah. it's fun it's it always is, fun when yeah. when your team's winning you know that's true it's it's a lot of fun it brings it's there's unity there you know yeah. people are united and and it's for positive things yeah. so but you see all awesome. the here's what i think i think about too i see all the people that are cheering 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 and give all all i they're all in for yeah. their team how cool would it be if a, that group of people were all in for jesus oh, like no. that and yeah. just were sold out yeah. like they are you know i mean you got people fainting they're painting their faces blue yeah. and the one guy all in red or whatever and how, just, how cool have you ever read um kyle i believe it's kyle Eidelman, Eidelman's book um not a fan oh no but i have it oh you need to read that sister i recommend that that's a valerie recommend not a fan okay. i'm pretty sure it's kyle Eidelman. Um, I'll look it up and make sure I put it in the in the show notes. But great book. I you know I've kind of read that book and went in thinking like, oh I got this. Like I'm me and Jesus we're good. And I was convicted through that book that I was more of a fan than I was a follower because like I had all the t-shirts. I had all the, I knew all the you know like, it's it, it's basic. The basic principle of it is is when you're a fan to a team you know everything about that team you know all the stats you know all the players you know where they're playing you 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 just you know everything about them but you're not on the team you know mm-hmm. um you're you're and so like how it is with Jesus it's like you know you could know a lot about him but not actually be on oh, his team oh that's not good. actually be following with yeah. him and walking with him and being a part of it like you know like it, there's a difference between the guy who's in the locker room with the team and helping him out and you know if he's like right. bandaging up their ankles and doing things like that like he's a part of the team if you're just in the stands you're just a fan you know you have you don't influ- you don't influence the team at all right where you know for so it was it was a convicting book you know just when you get real comfortable in your relationship you read a book like that and you're like i suck <laughs> i totally suck oh my well, gosh it, I looked but it grace up. It covers is, that too it is it's kyle, kyle eidelman so yeah. check that one out it'll be a great summer read yeah for you and speaking of summer this girl's off work now well, by the time this comes out, yeah. So my so last day was jelly. on Friday, and then we're leaving for Kenya, and then I get the next two and a half months off. And this is my soaking season. This You're is so where good. I become Mary. I become a Mary in a Martha world, and I love it. Soaking up some Jesus. Yes. I, you know, I used to say that I would love to have two and a half weeks or two and a half months off, but I don't envy you August because mm. I would have such a hard time going. It's hard back. to go back. I don't. I, yeah, it is. I and I like, work with amazing people, and the kids are awesome. But it, but I love my summer life. 
I mean, that's, I love my summer life more than anything. So it's cause I'm, when I'm the best me I can possibly be on earth, you know, because I'm like, my house is clean. I'm a good wife. I'm a good mom. I'm a good, I just have time, you know? And I, and I think, honestly, I think the main reason why I'm so much better in the summer is because I spend hours soaking in God's presence where I'm lucky to get 10 minutes before I go to bed right now. You know, mm. yeah, well, and that makes sense. It makes a difference. Yes, it, it makes does. a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, when you're soaking in the presence of God and you're worshiping Him and you're going deep, um, there's fruit from mm-hmm. that. But when you're like just getting little snacks here and there, which is I feel like for the last couple of weeks that's been my life is just like a little nibble here and a little nibble here. I'm like famished. I'm like. Yeah. Parched. I'm parched. Oh, parched. Am I parched? I've been so thirsty <laughs> lately. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Ephesians. let's dive into Ephesians 4. Um, this is a good one. So we, well, you know, up 1, 2, and 3, we learned all about God's love for us, and it is so, so good. But there is some responsibility that we have. There is a role that we play. Um, we don't just get to sit on the sidelines sit on the sidelines be a fan there's stuff that he wants from us Mm -hmm. um, that makes him happy and don't we just want to make god happy i do i I love him and i want to make him happy so let's just dive in i'll start um so chapter four unity and maturity in the body of christ and again paul is writing this from prison which i love Mm -hmm. as a prisoner for the lord then i urge you to live a life worthy of the calling that you have received i'm gonna stop right there (laughs) because i um just you know i have this this book that i'm loving reckless devotion by heidi and roland baker we were privileged to see them or to see heidi um and I read this the other day and I was like, that's so, yeah. So let me read it again. So it says, as a prisoner of the Lord, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling that you have received. Okay. So an interest, so this is from the book, an interesting phrase often crops up in the new Testament counted worthy in the book of acts. We first read of the disciples being persecuted for preaching the gospel. The Pharisees told them to be quiet, but they continued to preach the truth regardless. So they were persecuted. But they, but they reason it is better to obey God, or is it better to obey God or man? That's Acts 5.29. They were beaten and thrown in jail, but this did not blunt their joy. Rather, it made them rejoice all the more. Why? They rejoiced because they were counted worthy. They considered it an honor to suffer for the sake of the name of Jesus. Somehow this sacrifice supernaturally increased their joy. They were rejoicing more than if they had not been beaten and thrown into prison. I met a Chinese pastor who recently had been released from prison. He was telling his congregation how he had been mistreated and tortured for his faith. The whole congregation was weeping. I admired their tender hearts. But then someone told me why they were weeping, not out of compassion, but because they as individuals had not yet been counted worthy to suffer for Christ. We are told by Paul to live in such a way as to be counted worthy of the gospel. Today, you may not be called to suffer persecution for your allegiance to the name of Jesus, but maybe you will be tempted to compromise your integrity, to cheat, to tell lies, or to do any one of the number of things that would mean living below the standard of Christ. Let's remember today the honor of our calling, the privilege we have of serving our Lord, and may we be counted worthy. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. I like it. So, a life worthy of the calling that you have received. 
Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as we are called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. He is all, people. <laughs> Gotta get that. Not just some. He is all. He is all. Jesus plus nothing. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. That is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So there's a lot there. Mm -hmm. So let's just pause there for a minute. Completely humble. I'm going back to number two. Completely humble and gentle. This, the New King James says lowliness. Mm. Yeah. If you think, I mean, Jesus came pretty lowly. He did. He did. And I made a little note that said, no pride, you will fail. And the Bible has a lot to say. And I think that's one of the like seven things that God hates is a haughty mind, pridefulness. Mm -hmm. It says that somewhere about, so pride is like the arch enemy of I try to uh, being every, humble right I try every day God search my heart because mm -hmm. I don't want to be prideful I don't mm -hmm. want to be I don't want I don't want to be anything that you don't want me to be yeah and I don't I want your will in my life mm -hmm. not your permissiveness yeah. I mean because he's going to be permissive about things but I don't want that I don't right. want him to just say oh, okay I guess so yeah yeah I want him to say absolutely let's go for it yeah yeah without yeah yeah totally. like you said earlier be all in Mm-hmm. Yes, no doubt. Okay, so then moving on, we are on number 14. You want to start number 14? Actually, I'll, can I read it yeah, out of yours absolutely. so we don't switch versions? So Ephesians 4, verse 14. Oh, yep, that's where we are. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the mm. waves, blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to, you know, that's right, sorry, the truth in love. So as Christians, we ought to be able to speak to each other in love, Yeah, the truth. So yeah. I can say, hey. And let me pause for just a minute, because if you back up, mm -hmm. he says, therefore. So when he says, therefore, it means that he, he's telling you, I'm putting all of this in place so that you can do this. Mm -hmm. So prior to that, remember he talked about the he talked about the gifts. He talked about that that everyone that we're all one. It's one yeah. body, one church, one God, one it, all of it is one and it's all for the building up of the church. So when you're when you're when you're in a community and a church where everybody is there for each other, no one's there for themselves, they're all there to build the body, to glorify God, when all of that happens, then the therefore happens. Right. The, the therefore is that you're not gonna, you're not gonna 
blow like the wind you know you're not gonna you're not gonna toss and toss like the wind and um yeah so that's good that's good instead speaking the truth in love we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is christ Mm -hmm. from him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work yeah think about a family you know you think about a a family that is so functional and so healthy like everybody just loves each other everybody looks out for each other Um, everybody's got each other's back Um, if you need something I help you out when you know when there's somebody has to move the whole family I mean like healthy families do that and then on the opposite side of that an unhealthy family you know is when there's drama when there's Mm -hmm. always you know you get gathering together and somebody leaves upset and somebody you know whatever Um, there's a fist fight in the front yard yeah not that we've ever we've never had that what no have you no okay good no we've never had that that's good actually my family is very dysfunctionally functional no we're not dysfunctional at Mm -hmm. all but we're function we're um, yeah i love my family you've got a because great family because we're all our biggest cheerleader was our mom mm-hmm. and you know dad was our the patriarch mm-hmm. you know he was the he was anyway anyway i i digress you digress i know so they, get back in there i am instructions for christian living so okay this ephesians. is the part that's super important guys yes. write this down yes ephesians or read it or read it for yourself or, yeah. and then highlight it and then remember it yes and then memorize just a few little things yeah. ephesians 4 starting at 17 so i tell you this and insist on it in the lord that you must no longer live as the gentiles do in the futility of their thinking they are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Mm. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality mm. so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. Mm. That, however, is not the way of life that you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in Him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self. Yes. I love this part. To put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to be and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Mm, amen. There's a lot of good That's stuff. That's so good. Yes. Yes. I love it. So 25, therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. I'm going to pause right there. It's in your anger, do not sin. It doesn't say to be angry as a sin. Right. It says in your anger. So, I mean, even Jesus got angered, but don't sin. Yeah. Yeah. My My mom said that her mama used to tell her that she would say, it's not a sin to have a temper. But don't sin in your temper. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Anyway, I oh, sorry, I totally butchered that. <laughs> anyway, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Mm. Anyone in you pause do, for just a yeah. minute. Yeah, that's important because, yeah, I mean, Paula basically is instructing you that if you let anger take over you, you are giving Satan an in. You're giving him a playground. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. Don't give him a foot. Don't, don't, don't let give him, him a foot. And it's how, he'll take it. How so? If you think about it, being married, and you're 
you're you have an argument and you it doesn't resolve you know then you, you sleep on it and the next day and you haven't resolved anything mm-hmm. but the next day it just kind of goes away yeah it doesn't really go away though mm-hmm. you think that it does but it festers so mm-hmm. it's good to it, it, i think that that's what that means don't you know don't let the sun go down while you're still angry right. talk about it yeah don't go to bed so don't you go to mean bed. i can't like cur- curl up on one side of the bed and like <laughs> No, have you been? No. Why? I you don't do that. You stay on your side of your, yeah. on the bed. That's why we got such a big bed. Don't even touch me with your toe. Yeah. Kind you of stay night. on your side. We're going to no. put a stripe down the middle. And if you come over on my side, that's I'm going to That's not okay you. to do? No, that's not Shoot. okay. Okay. I'll, I'll work on that. I know. Me too. Grace covers it. Yes. Though. Grace covers that. <laughs> Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful mm-hmm. with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Do not let any unwholesome talk Ooh, come out of your mouths. That's a hard. That's oh, really hard. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Okay, yeah. we'll work on that one too. Yep. We got a lot to work on. <laughs> this is making me feel bad. <laughs> but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do I not, think we do that. I think we do. We just love Jesus, but we sometimes cuss a little. Cuss a little. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. We're not perfect. In no, case but Grace covers that. You didn't know. We're a work so, in progress. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Oh, God. So here's God, the, that word. So he, mm. he can be grieved. He can. And oh, that breaks my heart. And mine too. So and I think that's the heart of the Spirit. And that's yep. why it breaks my heart. Because yep. I know. Break my heart Ooh. for what breaks yours, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Mm. With whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. So I think that's super important to look at what is that do not grieve the Holy Spirit is so important. What is open that back up? Oh, what is sorry? What is right before that? And what wraps around that? Because because Paul says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Friends, I don't ever want to grieve the Holy Spirit. So I think we need to pause for, in, for just a minute and look at what is around that. So do not let any ho- unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building up others mm. according to their needs that it may benefit those okay. who listen okay. and do not grieve the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Yeah. Get rid, get, and, and then of and course then after on. The, the bitterness, the rage, anger, brawling, slander. This is a hard issue. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, when you're squeezed, what's coming out? Yep. You know? Um, so, wow, that's something I'm really going to just be sitting yep. in for a while and how that's, often do you read i mean how, how many times have we read it and mm, just the deeper that you go yeah. it's more and, and you don't want to grieve i, I don't do want to grieve the whole no way. i don't want to I, I, I just don't want yeah. to yeah yeah i want the holy spirit to be like you got this girl you rocking it girl yeah that's what i want so yeah so that's ephesians 4 guys there's a lot in there there's so much in there for you guys to just i challenge you to go back and reread it ask god to just reveal to you um specific things in it that he wants to just you know and here's the thing even as katrina and i were kind of joking like because you know right before the show we were kind of not what was that word you said do not let unwholesome talk yeah we were doing a little unwholesome talk right before the show (laughs) if we're honest um but you know it wasn't (laughs) bad but you know we were just being silly but here's the thing 
you know, God is not a God who's like, oh, write that down in your book and that's check. No, I mean, check, check. You know, yeah. his, his whole thing is like, man, I just, what I have for you is so beautiful. It's so whole and it's so complete. And, and the rest is always going to leave you lacking. So, you know, I just, I just want God's best, you know? And so I think we always have to be willing to say, wow, okay, God, I know that this isn't something that's going to separate you from me because your love is never going to be separated from me. Your word says you can't love me more. You can't love me less. But I want to please you. Mm -hmm. I want to please my father. I want to, I want him to look at me and say, oh, that one. I just, I adore her. You know, she is, I want, you know, like, be counted worthy you know what was it what was it he said about noah that he was what was the term that he used he was um um i forgot he was found righteous or whatever i mean you know like i i want to be one of those people i want to have one of those names next to me you know i want to hear when at the end well well done done, my good and faithful servant Yes, exactly. So um, I do want to share a song with you Yay! before we close the show out. And it's actually an original song that I wrote. And when, when you're reading the verse about, you know, therefore, um, you know, don't be like a child. Um, therefore, you will no longer uh, be like infants tossed back and forth by the waves, blown here and there. Um, so I wrote a song a long time ago called Sunflower. And, and basically, I wrote this song because like a sunflower more than any other plant um, follows the sun, right? So if you were to do like a camera shot of sunflowers in a field, you would see all of them moving across, you know, like and speed mm. it up. They move as the sun moves across the sky. And I just thought that was such a beautiful concept because that's the way we need to be with Jesus. Like our eyes need oh, to good. be on him um, because when we take our eyes off of him, that is just like when there's no sun, you start to wilt and you get weary. And so um, anyway, this is a song song called Sunflower, written by moi, and I hope you enjoy it. I'm sure we will. All right, you guys have a great week, and remember, Jesus is crazy about you. Amen.
So we'll